We ready? Hello and welcome to episode six of the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. We got an Oyster card, innit? Anyway, tonight we are joined by myself, Sean, and Tom. I don't know why I always say we're joined by, but there's three of us. It's always the three of us, so we're here. And we've got a very special guest coming up later. Uh, a very well-revered character in, um, let's just say, games journalism. You've probably <laughs> never heard of him, though. Um, anyway, so we're going to get into our usual system. We've all picked a topic. We'll split the podcast into three. Uh, and each podcast will be an hour long-ish, covering each of the topics. So... It's our epic trilogy, I'm going to start calling it. Nice. I've decided it's our epic tri- weekly, nice. our weekly epic trilogy. Mm. It makes yeah. me feel so happy when you think of it as, as an epic trilogy. Yeah. I like it, especially considering this topic. Yeah, let's get straight into it, yeah. which is no longer a trilogy or even a trilogy of a trilogy. It's, a, no, it's just a, a tree of... Uh, a multi-lilogy. <coughs> a multi-lilogy. <laughs> I think anthology is the word, isn't it? Anthology. There we go. That's the, that's the correct All right. Yeah. Coming in here with your dictionary <laughs> and your English words. Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to kick us off with topic one, which is Rogue One. We've seen a minute of it. Can we talk about it for an hour? <coughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah, I think that's going to be fairly easy. So has everyone seen the trailer? Yes. Yes. What does everyone think? Uh, what, you want a first impression? Mm. I had to watch it two or three times to yeah. get a first impression. And I was overwhelmed by a... Even in a minute, there were so many references to other films, the other Star Wars films, yeah. that I was immediately happy. Uh, and I just kind of... I, I felt this kind of little wiggling inside me that was just like, oh, yeah. oh God, I'll do this one, Mothma. She's at the... You know, she's at the table where they were all standing around watching the Death Star, you know, in the first yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. And then there was that moment a bit later where the, um, yeah, 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 the siren started off and I started thinking about Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about the film. I couldn't tell you what the hell it's going to be about, but... Well, no Jedis. We've been told that. No Jedi? No Jedis. Oh, well, I'm not watching yeah. it then. <laughs> it's uh, not watching it, but I'm just in it for the Jedis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, female lead character, but we'll get onto that in a bit, I think. Because that's obviously caused apparently some controversy, but I haven't seen any. I've heard this. Someone yeah. told me this, and I literally couldn't believe my ears. Yes. Yeah. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll what, go through. There's a woman in a film. I yes. know. In the movie pictures. Well, if you watch the first three, it is kind of surprising that there's a woman in a Star Wars film. Admittedly, they do retread old ground with one of like the two women in the Star Wars film. <laughs> yeah. I but, yeah. but um, yeah, but it it just looks great, and and it it looks a lot as I've said before. Like dark forces, yeah. even down to like the name of the main characters. What is it, Jen Errols or, or Eris or something like that? It's frighteningly close to Jan Ors. Jan Ors, yeah, yeah, from the Dark Forces games. Um, and what do you do in that? Still the Death Star plans. Absolutely. What what's uh, Dark Forces? Is that the Doom Escort? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All oh, right. That had a story. <laughs> no, it did. It, it, did. it had a really good. And do you know what? It was one of those games that was so ambitious for its time. Yeah. Um, you know, based on the Doom engine, it it allowed you to jump, <laughs> and it allowed you to look up and down. Admittedly, you know, aspects skewing up and down, mm. but it, but the missions had um, objectives, and they had very labyrinthine uh, design, and it was it was 
you know, you felt like you were in the Star Wars universe. It was really, really good. Yeah. And the funny thing is that I like the fact that Dan actually made a comment. Disney are taking Star Wars in a kind of Marvel-esque kind of direction yeah, with the big franchises. They're building a universe out of it. And actually, do you know what? I don't think that's a bad thing when it comes to... Um, when it comes to uh, Star Wars, because it always is, has been about the universe. It's always yeah. been about the, the amount of um, things that are going on in the universe. And I think I said to you in the car, didn't I? Everything else in between has always felt like it was kind of marketed at the kids, like the Clone Wars cartoons yeah. or the Clone Wars animations and stuff like that. It's really nice to see everything kind of getting a bit gritty, telling those stories that we've always wanted to know. Whilst not being too dark. Whilst not being squinting to actually see what is going on, like you do. With no, it looks yeah. great. I mean, the thing is, if they just even more so than the um, the Force Awakens, which mm. already nailed it. Yeah. But just with minor updates and bringing it up to speed, and you know, but this really is such a hark back, isn't it, to mm. a new hope? Yeah. And in my opinion, for the, for the better. I yeah. really, really love that they've gone with it's that. It's a kind thing. of scrappy element to it, isn't it? Yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, the Star Wars has such a good mm. visual style mm. to it. And the character designs and the you know the armour, the ships, everything. It looks like such a um, worn-in universe. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like a film set or a you know, prop or whatever. It, it, it's so, like, believable. And you can, that's why, you know, we get so obsessed with it and why we can get sucked into all the mm. little character stories yeah, and, yeah. and the minor characters and all the little details and wanting to know more about the planets and the settings. It's because it's just it's so believable. You, you think there must be, like, a history to this whole place and you just want to explore it. And films like this it's so easy to get excited about because yeah. it's, it's a new story in the Star Wars universe and it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't feel cynical at all, this. It really does look like it's being made for the right reasons. Um, it's got an interesting premise. It's a story like that's um, it almost needs uh, explaining and I'm sure they've done it in Expanded Universe and in books and canon and things, yeah. but I, I, you know, it's, it's not something I'm aware of. Like, mm. I don't really read uh, Star Wars novels or... Uh, read like comics or anything so yeah I'm really excited to see what happens in this film it, it feels like they are rebooting the expanded universe because they said they're getting rid mm. of like the old but people kicked up a stigma it feels like this is this is a story that that's been told as you say in the expanded universe but we've never seen it uh, and even if they just take the original idea or something similar to the original idea I'm pretty certain we see some dark troopers in there like you see in um well, I don't know about anyone else, but I was excited just to see the old Stormtroopers yeah. back. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my god, they're, they're there. They're, they haven't got the weird lines joining everything up. You know, it was... Well, the Star Destroyers as well. And the Star yeah. Destroyers. And, the, I mean, the, there was... I mean, Death Star. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, anyone not excited by seeing the Death Star's massive gun being lowered into place... Yeah. I mean, what, what's wrong with you? I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's so... It's such an iconic thing... You know, the Death Star from the first Star Wars film, the original Star Wars film, it's just, uh, you know, there's something about it that just reawoke my boyhood. And I was just like, oh my god, I'm so excited about this. Mm. It was really, yeah, that was the thing. That's, I mean, that's my first reaction about it. I'm just genuinely excited. It's nice to feel really excited about a Star Wars film. Yeah. Because I was more nervous than excited about Force Awakens. I was more worried that it wasn't going to live up to expectation or that Disney was going to do something stupid with it. Yeah. Try and make it too kiddified and all that sort of stuff. But. Rogue One is is probably the first Star Wars film or Star Wars anything in a long time that I've actually genuinely felt nothing but excitement about no. based on its trailer. 
Well, yeah. you said before, Dan, that you're saying it's it's dark without being too dark. And yeah. I'd say that is true. My only worry is that it's maybe not whimsical enough. It's a little bit too gritty, maybe. A little bit too adult for a Star Wars film, possibly. When, when we saw Force Awakens, there was the whole Chewie were home. Or, or there was even the bit where it just goes black and then... Mm-hmm. The trailer, this is, sorry. And then you see the Millennium Falcon just coming to screen. And... <laughs> There's no moment like that. There's no moment that like where the, that the music kicks in and you know, yeah. there's no well, we BB-8 know rolling across we the don't, screen. We don't know if there's going to be some bit in the in the film where the music kicks in as the Death Star is being completed. I'm 90 percent certain we'll hear the oh yeah, we'll, hear the Imperial March. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be a slow um, piano-y version, won't it? And and <laughs> the, the, the person like the sad uh, yeah. Yeah, the sad music at the end of Neighbours. <laughs> 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 or in every trailer nowadays. So, so like Jurassic World had the slowed down yeah. piano version of the theme tune. So Ghostbusters had it as well. Fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> we we wrote them. You... <laughs> Jurassic Park, not Triassic Park. Yeah, but um, but um, I, I think what what I like about it is they are rebels um, and. Even a sentence like in Return of the Jedi, where Mon Mothman just looks kind of like slightly glazed over and just says, maybe Bothan's died to get us these plans. Mm. So it means they sent, in, in, in the zero hour, they sent basically people to die to make sure for the greater good. Which it feels like there's an element of that with this. I'm not saying that I know the, they're not. For the second Death Star, wasn't it? Yeah, that was for the second Death Star. But, the, but for this, it's like, this is someone that we don't entirely trust. And we are sending her on this mission to. Hmm. Yeah, because at the start she's um, she's in shackles, yeah. right? Or it's implied. I don't know if you actually see shackles or anything. But she well, looks like she's being interrogated yeah. by what you assume is a rebel. Because it looks like they're on Yavin Five at mm. some point, doesn't it? Well, who knows if she's not a defector? Because yeah, if, be. if you defected to another side, it's like mm. it's like in the modern world. Yeah, North Koreans defect to the south, and they they get held. They get yeah. held in penitentiary for a while because it could be a spy. Because it feels like that because the uh, the last thing you see in the trailer is um, her in the black stormtrooper uniform. Mm. That's the the last shot is her in an imperial. It's an imperial uniform, regardless. Really, it is. I didn't yeah, notice yeah. that. So whether they're sending her undercover yeah. or something like that, this this is what I love about the Star Wars universe. We we know so much, and we've seen what well, we've had seven films. And there's all these little bits in between. And, well, you know, I don't know. I'd say we know we know enough. Yeah. But so little. Yeah. And <clears throat> about this, yeah. I, I mean, I went into this when this trailer popped up. I'll be honest. <clears throat> I did not give a tiny toss about yeah. the expanded universe films. <laughs> tiny toss. Well, I'm, I'm going to try to swear this. <laughs> 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 No, don't look. We have the explicit rating on iTunes. Oh, do we? So yeah, we yeah. can. It works. So we can swear. Okay, fair enough. Cocker nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst attempt. I, I will swear now. Cock nuggets. Yeah, I was not bothered at all about this or the Han Solo story or the Boba Fett story. And so it was such a nice, pleasant surprise when this trailer popped up. I was like, oh wow, this actually looks good. Mm. <laughs> Anyone else have their action? Yeah, no, no, I'm saying, looking no, forward to no, it. No, it's, like, it's like I say, this is the first time in ages I've been genuinely nothing but excited. Mm. Usually I've had a bit of excitement tinged with doubt, but this is the first time I've seen a trailer for Star Wars or anything Star Wars related in a long time and kind of thought, I'm actually really excited about this. 
This it just looks exciting. I mean, God, Star Wars fans of our age mm. have been so underserved in the last <laughs> 10, 15 years. Sure, you know yeah. what I mean? We've, I think we've been really, I think we've been really played for schmucks. You know, mm. um, for oh, sorry, I need to swear, don't I? Um, played for cocks. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, in this day and age, you know, we, we've had some really kind of lackluster video games have come out. Uh, I mean, I say, you know, I, I, the, the Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2 are kind of guilty pleasures of mine. And I do like the stories, but it's not really the Star Wars I remember. Running around with a lightsaber all the time is not mm. what Star Wars is about. No. You know what I mean? Definitely. It's not what Star Wars is about. Star Wars <laughs> is, like you say, it's about the universe. Mm. Battlefront, the new Star Wars Battlefront game. Again, it's not what I... I mean, Star Wars isn't all about battles. Star Wars is about relationships and, and <clears throat> diversity in the face of... Uh, no. Uh, it's adventure in the face of adversity, not <laughs> adversity in the face of adventure, because that, that's what the Imperials are doing. Mm. They're like, we don't want you adventuring anywhere. Yeah. Stop scrumping my apples, <laughs> or I'll blow your planet up. Um, <clears throat> which is, yeah. Um, but it's, it's a classic fairy tale, isn't mm. it? I mean, it's not... Do you not think Star Wars is the story of... Uh, I mean, it is essentially Lord of the Rings in space. Yeah. A well, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Look, yeah. the analogy... If you remove 80% oh, <laughs> of all the things about Star Wars, it is Lord of the Rings in space. <laughs> no, I think I'll it's you. a fairy story. It's about, you know, Leia was a damsel in distress and you've got... I mean, it's known for having all the, the classic tropes, isn't it? Hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's not The like torture droid... The Torch Droid. Torch Droid in every fairy tale. The Wampa smacking Luke in the face. Yeah. No, Luke kissing his sister. No, it's classic. Okay. Okay. It's, it's time and memorial. It's <laughs> story. Yeah. The plucky brother necking on with his sister. <laughs> like, it, is, it is weird, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that, that bit never gets much... No one ever... You know, there's not that bit where, where um, Luke suddenly goes... Leia, Leia's my sister, and then immediately goes, Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> spitting and like rubbing I his tongue. Like, jerked <laughs> off at least four times at least four to times. my sister. <laughs> yeah. At least Before four times. <laughs> Before well, that, that, that is late, literally going, There's four times I'm willing to admit to. <laughs> At let's, least let's, four. Let's make it five. <laughs> yeah, just, one just, last time. We'll let's round, get it all out. We'll round it up. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, while we're talking about damsels in distress, let's talk about the fact that it's another Star Wars film with a female lead, which, you know, is frankly despicable as far as I'm concerned. I can't believe they've done that. <laughs> That's a joke, by the way. Um, any the, one, of, one of the four people listening is pro- probably a woman, and I, I, I personally couldn't give two shits. I, I'm happy she looks... <laughs> She looks... It's all right. No one's going to care, mate. You're not digging yourself a hole. I am a little bit. You're just, I you, was just joking, though. You made, you made a joke. Out. It's yeah. all good. Anyway, so yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not at all bothered about that. The only thing I'm bothered about is the fact that there's this ethnic minority in it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking okay, right. Up. Some editing is going to take place. <laughs> like, that was a joke. We're allowed irony in this. I mean, I was joking. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't... <laughs> It's, it's like the Star Wars universe is, is trying to catch up with the fact that in the fir- original three Star Wars films, there is only two female characters, if you exclude... Oh, look, it's the only other woman in the galaxy. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. um, and and I, I, I don't think it matters anymore. I think the majority of people looked at this film and went, 
oh she looks cool I don't really care that it's a girl it's it's it, it, she looks like she's going to do a good job um, well we hope she's going to steal yeah. the Death Star plans yeah I mean yeah fingers crossed I'm guessing she does yeah spoilers I'm, ge- I'm guessing some point the Death Star plans make it into the rebel pl- rebels hands mm. But Although, we touched on Dark Forces. Hmm. And the original story yeah. that was kind of accepted until obviously the new films came along yeah. was that it was Kyle Katarn <laughs> yeah. who went undercover and stole the yeah. Death Star plan. Well, he didn't go undercover. He infiltrated that base where the plans were being kept. Nicked him and fucked off out of there. Hmm. Gave him to the Rebellion. And then the whole Dark Trooper saga happened. Hmm. So, <clears throat> potentially, this is Disney kind of going, that was LucasArts. Yeah. So that's not canon anymore. Yeah, but also you've no- noticed that they've got the subtitle "A Star Wars Story." Yes. Now we've got sort of two worlds existing in Star Wars. Now we've kind of got what they're calling canon. It's the Star Wars saga or something, isn't it? So they've got yes. like saga, and then they've got another thing which is they either call it tales or or something else. There's like there's two levels of. Oh, you think they're not. Um, I don't know whether necessarily this... I think this is literally a Star Wars story. Okay. So which you can take liberties, basically. Yeah. They're not necessarily going to... Absolutely. Uh, I think it's them literally going, the Star Wars universe is so cool, mm. let's start telling some stories about it. Yeah. yeah. And there was a series of um, comic books I'm a big fan of, got every single one of them, which is the Star Wars Tales. Yeah. Which were kind of incidental stories about these characters that you sort of see once in a film or or little stories that happen behind the scenes or kind of spoof stories and things like that. And I just loved them because that that was what Star Wars is all about for me. Mm. It's about mm. it's about wondering who that dude in the background, you know, not George Lucas dressed up as the fat blue opera goer in Revenge of the Sith because fuck him and fuck that <laughs> film. Um, but it's you know it's about the Anakin, people. if you could just um, kill the kids now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna need to you know step in, say say cut or action. You know, yeah. I'm not prepared to do that. I'm gonna leave the scene. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gold. Just film it all. It doesn't matter. Just keep filming. Just keep filming. It's fine. One you... shot. Revenge of the Sith. Really? Yeah. It was yeah, just yeah, a tracking. Yeah. You, you won't notice the cuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that why by the end of it, like you and McGregor is slightly delirious? Absolutely and knackered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking knackered. One take. That whole lightsaber fight. Brilliant. Yeah, if you just don't, you know. What? What? It sounds more like Kermit than. <laughs> That's how he sounds. <laughs> Yeah, so we were we were on location in Tunisia. Coincidentally, that's my Adam Driver impression as well. Right? So, so it is. Was, someone goes, "What does Adam Driver sound like?" The other day, and I went, "He oh, sort of sounds like this." And I was like, "That's the same as my George Lucas." So, yeah. Yeah. A little less shy. Do an impression of Cameron Diaz. <laughs> I was in something about Mary. Yeah. That's brilliant. What about Ben Stiller? I was also in something. About Mary. I was also. <laughs> That's brilliant. It's uncanny. Yeah. It's like they're in the room. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's, 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 holy crap. Sorry, I interrupted you. You're making quite a decent point. I have no idea what I'm saying now. You were talking about your tales of the Star yes. Wars universe. Oh, yeah. Lucas. I was thinking, like, do you think... Oh, it's all right, Sean. Don't, don't let me make the or finish the point. Just, you know, kind of start your own. <laughs> you look like you were, you were struggling to remember where you were. I, was gonna I am. Oh, okay. Is this Dan's house? Well, I'm going to let you hang then. Because <laughs> yeah. like, no, I'm kidding. No, you go. Seriously, I don't remember where I was. I was going to say, do you think it's partly because um, they always used to release, like, the toys of really minor characters that never had... 
a thing. And then, so, mm. do you know what I mean? That was a, mm. a little way to get into a character who shouldn't really have a story. Hey, I'm, I'm one of those people who, I, I mean, you can literally point the finger at me. I own a lot of the mm. action mm. figures. Mint in box. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, of some of the really like minor ones, like, for instance, Kim and Voss, who is one of the Jedi Masters who survives all the 66 in the expanded universe. Um, really cool dreadlocks with a wicked like yellow makeup mm. across his face and stuff with a really cool lightsaber and you know barely escapes the clones on Kashyyyk uh, after they try and kill him and a really cool character but he's never seen the films but uh, mm. he, I think he was in the film but he was cut he's like a, mm. he's on the chopping room floor of wow. one of the wanker of the uh, of the three um, wanker is that oh, is wanker. that an adjective now yeah, yeah. So. one of the more wanker of the uh, three prequel films. Mm. But he was in there, he's in the scene, he's mm. in a bar at the very back, and you can see, you can clearly see him clear as day, he's, that is mm. Killing Box, and that's who they're based it on. It's probably the best one, then, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, <laughs> arguably so, if you remove 80%. Yeah. If you remove the love story, yeah. and all of the stuff that made it terrible, <laughs> then you're left with the sort of 10-15% to 15% of the film that yeah. wasn't complete shit. Yeah. And basically, it's just R2D2 flying around oh, inside a battery. Well. No, you shit. take that bollocks out. Oh, yeah. I thought we decided it was Boba Fett shooting a rocket out of his jetpack. Yeah, jetpack. the bit that I'd forgotten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, bit, the bit where you went, he never fires that rocket. It's like, he, blatantly, he, he fires the rocket in the one film out of those three that you think is the best. <laughs> your, your knowledge of the source uh, material and your favourite of the prequels. I was huffing a lot of glue that day. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just huffing out of some bag. <laughs> you can hear it on the podcast. It's, yeah, it's real clones, man. <laughs> it's really colourful. Um, it yes. is colourful. So, back to the, the the what we were talking about, which is Rogue One. It's less colourful. It's less colourful, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is colourful. good. And when we say darker, I think we're talking tone more yeah. than... Um, Shades. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The point is, in the trailer, there's no BB-8 just happily rolling along in the desert. Like <laughs> yeah, that. see, that's the really misleading yeah. thing, isn't it? In, yeah. that, in that trailer for The Force Awakens, yeah. BB-8 literally does the equivalent of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just uh, rolling through the desert. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, it's a really traumatic time in his life, the <laughs> poor fucker. <laughs> so actually, you know, yeah, you're right. Uh, that, that, that's a good point, actually. No BB-8A, hmm. which... Um, he was the, the sort of light relief in that yeah. film, and it, um, it was definitely a better film for it. I really loved BB-8. Yeah, he just, never outstayed his welcome. He wasn't. It was almost like they, the, the Disney, kind of looked back at the the more recent films, the prequels, and went, "Jar Jar Binks was a colossal mistake. Yeah, mm. a colossal mistake. That was comic relief that massively overstayed his welcome. And you know what? Wasn't even that was, funny. Yeah, exactly. It was never funny in the first place. So they had to create something that was kind of believable, the... but but could be amusing in small doses. <clears throat> yeah. And ironically, this, they made him really small, so he wasn't a, a massively imposing screen presence yeah, either. So he was actually physically and in terms of the script. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said about. Jar Jar Binks was trying to be funny. Mm. Like, he was so obviously, here's a joke, Jar Jar's going to do something wacky now, oh look, he's got his tongue caught on the thing, or yeah. his, you know, whatever. And bb it's not that, he's just kind of cute. Mm. And you just, it just makes you smile when you just see him doing cute stuff. He's not, like, slapstick. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's weird, and, and this is a, a weird comparison, and I'm going to get shot down in flames for this. It's like the first Transformers film, where Bumblebee's cute, because he can't talk. 
So like you can't. BB8, BB8 is cute because he's not tr- cracking jokes and stuff. Why Every now and then. Why do Shia LaBeouf films always feature? <laughs> becoming a terrible precedent. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, but yeah. So, he, yeah, he doesn't outstairs welcome, and he doesn't. You know, all he does every now and then is is cute things like sticks his lighter out as a thumbs up, and, and yeah, stuff. Like that, yeah, people laughed out loud when I watched that yeah. in the cinema. Like it was a, you know, it's a good gag because it's just it's small, isn't it? It's small and cute, and it just it's out of nowhere, and it's he's not doing that every five minutes, like you say. He's not outstaying his welcome. Yeah. It's just like a couple of moments in the film that make you laugh out loud, and the rest of the time, I would it I, just, just I, makes you smile. Yeah, I'd agree with that, and so I'd also argue something that <laughs> some people might not agree with, but some people might is that the people who wrote and created The Force Awakens literally had one of the easiest jobs in the world to do. All they had to do was make a film that wasn't as bad as the prequels, and everyone was going to be grateful for yeah. that. I've got to say, and I know it sounds like a really flippant thing to say, but it is very true. Yeah. Coming off the back of the sequels, all we wanted was something that felt like it used to. And they didn't even have to try that hard to get close to it. In what's, fact, it was more references than anything else that I can really remember now. What's that film? What's great is in the trailer of Force, for Force Awakens, the bit where Han Solo comes in and says, Chewie, we're home. Oh, I love that bit. That kind of appealed to all of us. That wasn't just him saying, <laughs> yeah. Chewie, we're home. Chewie saying, Chewie, we're all home. This is familiar. <laughs> you love this shit. Yeah. This is the fucking Millennium Falcon. You love the Millennium Falcon. It's your favourite spaceship, probably. That's, oh, that's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. It's like, it's almost got the, the, the yeah. tones of, we've been through some shit. It's yeah. like, yeah. yes, we have. Yeah. And, and there was that, that bit where she says to him, there were stories, hmm. and he goes, they're true. <laughs> yes, and actually, in my head, I was thinking he's I'm, talking about the original I'm, films. Yeah, yeah, they they existed. They are true. <laughs> they they did happen. Like this, you know this this is all good. Um, Getting goosebumps for every oh, just thinking just, about. I just it. love it. I mean, every mouth moistening moment of Harrison Ford <laughs> trying to hold on to every line before he releases it is still good. Just yeah. yeah. So I miss it. And then that's I miss it. Okay, no, okay. <laughs> it's out in nine days, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the um, the thing about this is it's, it's familiar again. It's almost like if they do three of these Rogue One films, then we've kind of got three new prequels. But what are they going to call it? Rogue One Two. <laughs> Rogue One Three. Well, no, it would just I guess it would just be Rogue. Oh yeah, no, hang on. Is Rogue One going to be the the title for all? Of Rogue One One. Rogue yeah. One. I don't know. I, I get the feeling. Is there like a Rogue One Part Two? Mill isn't it three? <laughs> isn't it Rogue One? A Star Wars story? Isn't that what it's called or something like that? Because yeah, then they I could think... just do Rogue One. No, but that's what I mean. The next film probably won't be called Rogue One. You reckon? I think it would be called Rogue One. Something to do with something. I think the way. Here's what I'd do. You do a film set just before New Hope. Then you do a film set just before Empire Strikes Back. And you do a film set just before Return of the Jedi. Shit, son, that's what I love. Um, oh, that's a great idea. Shadow of the Empire slots in one of those spaces. I can't remember. Uh, between Empire and Return of the Jedi. So you yeah, can, could can even you can even lightsaber harp back, and you could call it something book, vaguely well. referencing Shadow of the Empire. That'd be great. Cause that is a great Star Wars story. So, so what you do is the first one's Rogue One, and then the second one will be Rogue One. Um, 
Well, no, why couldn't it be Rogue 2? Why couldn't it be like another agent that helps them escape Dantooine hmm. under the noses of the Empire and set up base on Hoth hmm. or, or something? And then the one before Return of the Jedi would be, I don't know, what would that be? That would probably... Oh, see, the problem with Return of the Jedi is it's essentially a new hope but kind of revamped. You know, it's the same... But then you bring in the whole many bosses died together as these plans. Many bosses died. So is this, is this film going to be a standalone film? That starts and ends and then is never returned to, or is I, this like a part? I, I think it depends how much money it makes. I'd be, I think it's going to make a lot of money, and I think that they know that now the Star Wars franchise is churning out proper films again. That no matter what happens, <clears throat> it's like we were saying about the Indiana Jones thing. The fact that there is an Indiana Jones, Indiana. <laughs> 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 You're smoking. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't going to bring it up. Indi- Indiana Jones Five, regardless of the fact that Indi- Indiana Jones Four <laughs> <laughs> to speak the common tongue. Indiana Jones Four, the Crystal Skull was so fucking awful. I'm still going to go and see mm. the fifth one. I'm not going to yeah. say India. India. I can't. I can't do it. The guy who's directing this one's the guy who directed Godzilla, right? Gareth Edwards, is it? No, God. <laughs> Has that ruined it? Yes, yeah, ruined it. No, but it looks good. Did you not like the um, Godzilla? Um, I'm not, I've got to admit, I'm not a big fan of any modern reboots of mm. classic kind of um, horror monster films um, <laughs> that are released these days. I mean, I love the original Godzilla just because of its place in, in film history. It's, oh, okay. it's wonderful. It's a wonderful film. To we watch. Should, we should talk. <laughs> yeah, well, you should talk. So I, 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 that film got me into Godzilla. I, I, I'd, I knew of Godzilla obviously as a cultural icon, as everyone does. Yeah. But um, I hadn't even seen the 1998 one. Um, we don't need to, really. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, no one needs that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I watched his Godzilla and I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And I was really surprised when I came uh, out and uh, like saw that people it's were on it. It's because of the stigma attached with... Um... I don't think it was. I think a lot of people hadn't seen Godzilla films either. I don't think I was the only one because I don't think Godzilla's popular in this country at all other than as just like, you know, as I say, like a cultural icon. Hmm. Like actual Godzilla films because since I've tried getting into Godzilla, there aren't any PAL DVDs. They're well, all no, no. American yeah. or Japanese, yeah. so hmm. they, they they just don't release them over here. So, I yeah, I was kind of surprised. A lot of people's main criticism with that film was there's not enough Godzilla in it. But having watched the old ones, there's not a lot of Godzilla in those either. <laughs> so it's like it's it's, it's consistent. Because the, uh, I I genuinely found when I was younger stop motion animation scary. Well, hmm. Godzilla's not never stop motion. It's always um, men in suits. But it always kind of, uh, sorry, uh, um, the kind of effect, the the <clears throat> seeing something, uh, well no, sorry, I'm not even talking about it. It's the kind of superimposing, it's the yeah. superimposing of, of, of things like stop motion and obviously Godzilla yeah, like the, the Harry guy Harry in the suit Harry, was Harry, huge. Harry Harryhausen, how yeah, yeah. Harris. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Harryhausen. Ray, what's his name? Ray Ray Winston. Rosenhausen. Rosen. Eisenhower. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ray Risen. Risen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Stop motion. That's the, um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I look at films like Jason and the Argonauts. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Harry Ren. Ray Harryhausen. Ray Harryhausen. Harry 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 yeah. 
Ray Harry Harrison. Ray Harry Harrison. Ray Harry Harrison. Ray Harry Harrison. Yeah, that's what I said. Hey, and welcome to the pronunciation podcast. It's Ray Harry Harrison. Indiana, John. Indiana. When we first meet up, Indiana. Like an alien skull, maybe. There to do the trick. And then all of a sudden, it goes into Randy Newman. Anyway, um... Uh, only that good. <laughs> <laughs> point, <laughs> point being, I really like the Godzilla film. So I, to me, mainly this because is a Ray Harry is not worry because yeah. exactly. Hosenberg, Hosenberg, Yeah, I, I, you know, I think it's in safe hands. I think I, th- mm. I thought that was a great, a well put together film. It was like well shot. I thought it was well paced. Other people didn't think that. I know. It had some lousy characters in it, and um, Brian Cranston's character got bumped off like way too. Spoilers! Early. Yeah, I spoiler think, alert! I don't think anyone gives a shit. <laughs> not yeah. Godzilla. I mean, no, like, no one gives a fuck. No, and you know it's the kind of spoiler that you're probably better off knowing early on, so you're not incredibly disappointed when mm. ten minutes in, it's like, oh, the best character's gone now, and it's just like, like two hours. I can't say it. because of my love of Go- the original Godzilla. It's part of the reason why I liked Cloverfield, the original Cloverfield film, okay. so much. Mm. Was just that kind of unknowable massive monster that you don't see too much of until. Oh my god, there it is. There's the big monster. Yeah, you should see the Japanese cut, um, Gojira. Mm. They literally show him in like the first minute and it's terrible because it he's, his head like pop, pops up above ah! the beach and it's like, it looks so bad. And then for the rest of the film, like which follows more like the American cut, yeah. then you get the dark, moody shots of just seeing the rippling water and then him coming out and it's so much better for him. Mm. Whereas it's like his kind of imposing nature is just ruined in like the start yeah, of the film because yeah. you just see him in broad daylight, the terrible... Like, Literally wearing speedo suit. <laughs> anyway, we should yeah. definitely save Godzilla for another time. Oh, yeah, man, we I love should, that. We should do a... Um, <clears throat> Commentary track to that maybe. Okay, yeah. Although I I think doing commentary track I find difficult because I hate when people talk during films. I just feel like shut (laughs) up. (laughs) Trying to watch the film. Which kind of the point, Sean? Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So as you can see, an attack of the phones. We were really trying to cross the map. Have you ever tried listening to his director's commentary with George Lucas? It is excruciating. I really I like director's commentaries when they're good when they're well done. Like I enjoyed the Lord of the Rings ones. I enjoyed like. You can see here where I made a massive mistake in the yeah. uh, cutting of the film. Yeah. Oh, so. I just put it in because I've no, earned enough money now. <laughs> so the brilliant thing about yours is that even though I'm sitting right next to you, so I can see your lips moving, so I can I know what you're saying. But for people listening on the podcast, all they're going to hear is what sounds like Kermit with a gag on, just going. <laughs> Slip scene listening to Adam Driver now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Hello, I'm Adam Driver. <laughs> I can't remember anything he says in that film. Um, so, just trying to look it up, see if there's any any news on whether Rogue One's a standalone film. But if the way I look at it is, if Gareth Edwards does a good job, this film makes near Force Awakens money. Uh, Felicity Jones does a good job as the lead. If she mm. becomes like a character in the Star Wars universe, mm. um, then I think they'd be hard pressed not to turn it into like a trilogy. Like I, within, I really hope they refrain from doing that. I would love it just to be a standalone thing because at the moment this feels okay, I'm okay with this. You know, we'd had our yeah. long discussion on rehashes and reboots and things. I'm okay with this because, like, it's it's different. It's like you say, it's not got any Jedi's in mm. it, and it's a it's a new story that's sort of set in between other events. It's I don't know. It's, 
I like this. I like that it's just a story in a universe that we love, and I, I, I kind of <clears> want it to be a little one-off story, and then maybe they could do another one, but about something completely yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a completely yeah. different story think, rather than say, okay, we're going to bring these characters back. And do, mm, mm. You know, I would love it just to be its own little standalone thing. But I, I quite like the idea of this character that never meets up with the main characters but has massive influence on everything everything that happens in those three films. Yeah. So whether she's the person that says, right, Hoth is where we need to set up. Like, she, she smuggles, like, the, 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 the top lieutenants for the rebels mm-hmm. to Hoth. Um, via like some daring escapade or something like that and sincerely hopefully doesn't show them around like she's some sort of estate agent yeah. kind of going well you know if you knock through here yeah. you know, just turn the heating up a little bit <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, some electrical cables <laughs> or Sorry. so just this this one character that that's kind of there in the Star Wars universe but does a lot of important things but never actually meets up yeah, with like an unsung hero yeah. just in the background that, you know, he's done amazing things, but it, it, it might make you look at the main characters a bit differently because you think, fucking, those guys get all the credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these people in the background. I guess that is kind of true, though, anyway, like all the rebels and things that well, died. And like, I mean, it's like Dan says, you know, the, the throwaway line Mon Mothma says is that many Mothmans mm. were, uh, were killed in, in attempting to get hold of the plans of yeah. Death Star 2. And yeah, you kind of go, that's succinct at that point. Yeah. Well, what? I think it was a bit more succinct. I can, I can do a perfect impression. Okay. Many Botham died to get us the best. That's not my Botham impression. <laughs> that's really good. That's yeah, good, that's really it? good. It's pretty spot on. Yeah. Like she's in the room. Yeah, like yeah. she's in the room. I'm like the robes and everything. Yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. really good. Speaking of Botham. Yeah. Casting. Uh, my strike team is ready. <laughs> I don't have a command code for the shuttle. That's Harrison Ford. Yeah, that's perfect. Great, yeah. yeah that's that's brilliant. Yeah. Sean, can you do any impressions? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> you sounded just like George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking brilliant. Yeah, um, from from Dust Till Dawn <laughs> and ER yeah. fame. Well, it's just adverts now, isn't it? Yeah, mainly. Yeah. Oh, that bitch stole my coffee. <laughs> Is what I'd say in that instance. Get back here with my fucking. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> it's my cup. <laughs> it's my machine. <laughs> also. What kind of coffee bar do you pay to go into mm. and then have to make your own coffee yeah. from a machine and then go and sit down? I mean, that's not what I go into a coffee shop for. <laughs> <laughs> I go in for someone else to make it for me yeah. and to spell my name wrong on the cup. That's what I go in for. <laughs> Damn it. They spell your name wrong. Well, it's, I, it's, Timothy. Yeah. Timothy. Timothy Bobbers. <laughs> it's like, it's like the being. In that Ellen Partridge where he meets Tex. Then he's going to see you later, Colin. He goes, yeah. Colin? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, uh, cop piss Partridge. Yeah. <laughs> Cook pass Partridge. <laughs> Excellent. Um, anyway. What <laughs> <laughs> you say about Mon Mothma? Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, anyway. So yeah. we were saying... No, they, um, they nailed it, didn't they? Yeah. Whoever they found... She well, at least in my head, she looks exactly like she did in A New Hope. Yeah, I'm not then, sure if that's just the the but then costume and the haircut. At the end of the day, they managed to put in Terminator Salvation, which admittedly not one of the best of all films uh, <laughs> on the planet. They still managed to really well uh, do a really good job of modelling um, in in CG yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's face onto 
a muscly man's body. Mm. So it looks exactly like Arnold Schwarzenegger did when he was in the Terminator. Is that in Salvation or Genesis? No, it was in Salvation. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and it looked really good. And they did, well, they did the same thing in Genesis yeah. as well. And it looked really good. And actually, there's that moment where he sort of comes out of the shadows. And it was the one bit in the film where I was actually like, oh my God, that's awesome. And then they burnt all his flesh off and I thought, oh, it's still the shit. You know, the budget's keep on watching. Have you seen um, Ant-Man? Um, they, they do young Michael Douglas in, in Ant-Man. Sadly, I haven't. And A, Ant-Man is one of... Oh, I'm going to get so much shit for this. Ant-Man is one of my favourite of the Marvel films. Right. Because if you take out... No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I'd just get there before you did. Um, it's, 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 it's a really fun film. And it's... When you... I'm a, a die-hard Marvel fan. But even I was like, oh, this is refreshing. It's not like the same thing over and over again this is a new story with a couple of Avengers thrown in every now and then for good yeah. so it's a really good film but they do young Michael Douglas in that very very well with this though I think they've just found someone that looks like Mon Mothman oh yeah no it's yeah. definitely it's no tricks of old it's yeah. a real human being I, yeah. think. I don't think it's CG or anything <laughs> I'm pretty it? sure yeah it's not Harry Harry's Rosen Harry Rosen 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 yeah yeah Harry Rosen <laughs> Harry Rosen Rosen penis I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the dude's name. Harry, Harry, Ray Harryhausen. Ray Harryhausen. There we go. His first name's not Harry. Harry, Ray, 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 Harry, Harry, Harry Rayhausen. Rary Hayman. Oh, that dude from Blazing Saddles. But going back to the whole Star Wars stories thing, that's what they're meant to be. They're meant to be really gone off topic. Yeah, sorry, Dad. So. <laughs> that's what the, they seem to be going for these are interesting stories that happen around the main stories Yeah. so equally I think it would be fun to see this is one story young Han Solo will be another story young mm. Boba Fett will be another story mm. <laughs> this sounds terrible yeah the, the Han Solo one I just can't get on board with yeah no I can't well someone pointed out to me the other day that he is young in Star Wars <laughs> yes, like, exactly so what's the young one going to be like it's this 14 year old just yeah. flouncing around the Millennium Falcon yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I that yeah, I think there's 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 steps too far. Yeah, but I I really I, like like I said right at the beginning, I really like the fact that it's just called a Star Wars story mm. because I think it gives them license to start telling some of those stories that do happen behind the scenes yeah. that that are referenced in the films and you know the fact is that there's a, there's obviously a relationship between Han Solo and. Lando Calrissian that we never see or there's also a life for Cloud City before we see it it'd be really interesting to see some a story on you know touch on Cloud City mm. before Lando Calrissian was a part of it where you know when someone else was Baron Administrator I don't know just little things like that the thing is though like, I completely agree with what Sean says I, I hate the idea of a young Boba Fett or a young Han mm. Solo or a look what they all did I mean the fact is if you go for a young Luke Skywalker he's literally going to be spending 18 years on a moisture farm <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's all the dude is going to be doing there's nothing else to it no. well everyone else goes off and joins the Imperial Academy and things like that I mean at least at least if they actually had the bollocks to go right let's make a really good Kyle Katarn film yeah. we've got some great source material that we could really spin out and we could really kind of pick a few adventures and, and kind of weave them together into a nice story that would be exciting what would you say fuck it let's do Rogue Squadron fuck it let's do Rogue Squadron yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what well, let, let's do something about the X-Wing like, there, yeah. there, there were tons and tons of X-Wing 
um, novels that came out about Rogue Squadron. Yeah. About mm. them, about Wedge in charge of it, you know, when Luke sort of resigned his commission to mm. set the Jedi Order and fucked off. Yeah. You know, like, why not do that? Why yeah. not show the hard edge of being a member of the Rebellion? Yeah. You know, the rebellion against the fucking galaxy spanning empire. This is the point, isn't it? Is that, is that they're even making the Family Guy thing is that, ah, uh, no, they destroyed the Death Star and the Empress dead, so they win. That, that's <laughs> yeah. it. We, we're, we're all going to go home now. No, you know, that's what I loved about the expanded universe was that it literally said once that happened, the Imperial Remnant yeah. banded together and started waging an even more aggressive war against yeah. the rebellion than it had. <clears throat> Previously, yeah, because the they were torn, they were held together by the emperor, who was going, uh, you know, there's no concern, and <laughs> you know, they're like literally just kind of ignoring them as a threat because ultimately, I have foreseen, yeah, you know, that everything will come to fruition. And after that, they actually get people like Grand Admiral Thrawn come to the fore. He's the clone, isn't he? He well, so it, eventually uses yeah. clones, but he Grand Admiral Thrawn is the blue-skinned, yeah. red-eyed. Um, uh, Grand Admiral, who previously had been waging war in the unknown regions of the galaxy, but comes back, rallies the Imperial Remnant around him, and starts winning, you know, almost catastrophic vis- victories in the face of the uh, the new, uh, well, the new Republic, as they're calling themselves. Yeah. But also, there's that whole story that's set after Return of the Jedi and the expanding universe. It takes the it takes the um, the rebellion, or at least what's you know what's left of them after the attack on Death Star Two, takes them six years to reclaim Coruscant. Yeah. six years of war carry on before they take the capital you know and and you know it's hard war it's hard won in the end that's the sort of stories that they should be focusing on yeah it, it feels because, like because because actually the new republic that we see in force awakens is kind of throwaway it's like mm. um oh no they're going to destroy imperial you know the, oh, sorry the new republic capital and yeah. actually we're kind of thinking what the fuck are you talking about we haven't yeah. seen a new republic capital yeah and suddenly it's gone i mean i don't give a shit so like, you know yeah. i don't care about anything it's like you see those people going no, oh my god and you're like i don't know who I you are the same reaction so off you go yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, should i care I didn't yeah know. i don't care about these yeah. people on any level so <laughs> yeah. so i mean yeah so within 30 years you've got the M- empire just putting in you know a decent effort to try and mm. Bring down the rebels. The rebels fighting back, setting up the new republic, mm. and then the first order coming into fruition and kind of taking a, a stranglehold on the the galaxy again. Mm. So that happens in those thirty years. There's a lot that happens in between Force Awakens and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that could be told in, in exactly the same stories. way that there is a lot that happens between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. And I think. I, I will applaud Disney if they can keep it calm and they can keep it tight mm. with these kind of uh, gap filler yeah. um, films because actually, like I said, I'm excited about <laughs> this. And I'm, a, I know I'm the sort of fan in my head that they should be wanting to keep on board. Mm. I'm the ones that watched it. I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily live when the originals came out, yeah. but I watched them because my dad liked them. I watched the prequels because of my love of the originals. Mm. And I'm I'm excited. I enjoyed watching Force Awakens because I liked the Star Wars films, even though the prequels have come out. And now they seem to be writing films that are actually kind of reminiscent of the ones that I remember. There's an idea of Star Wars that I really like. You yeah. know, you know what I mean. And, and Rogue One, that trailer speaks to everything that I have that idea of Star Wars and what makes Star Wars great. Yeah. All they got to do is resist the temptation 
to make it one of a thousand other spin-offs that are just going to come and dilute the water. Here's what I don't need to see. Don't need to see Darth Vader. I don't need to see Darth Vader. Don't need to see the Emperor. No, don't want, don't want to see the Emperor. Don't need to see Leia, or definitely Luke, or Han, or even in like a, oh look, there's the Millennium Falcon in the background. Yeah. Don't need to see anything like that. No. Just, we, we want to see the familiar things like Stormtroopers, the Death Star, Star Destroyers, and we're happy that, and the AT-ATs as well, that, that look fucking awesome in that as well. And we just need that. We need, we need to know it's in the universe we need to know that eventually this stuff's going to happen that we've seen before and we love, but we want a different story with a different lead character, and that's what they look like they've done. And yeah. it's got Forrest Whitaker in as well, looking yeah. bad, looking mm. totally badass. And in theory, this is going to be the first example that we're going to see in the cinema of really the dark times mm. that everyone talks about. This, this is the Empire at its peak. Yes. This, is, this is set at the Empire realising its... 20 year campaign to establish itself and build the Death Star yeah they've, they've, they've got all the money from their GoFundMe <laughs> yeah. to build the Death their Star their Kickstarter campaign yeah. went well went really well yeah, yeah. yeah. They, um, they did it's uh, working <laughs> sorry it's fine. <laughs> so I check <laughs> so um, <clears throat> in the interest of being uh, honest with our wonderful wonderful listeners and once again both of you our wonderful listener yeah. <laughs> wonderful listener yeah, yeah. Um, the laptop just messed up a bit, so we've had a bit of a ten-minute break. We might have forgotten what we were talking about. Sorry, it's difficult. It's tough. We might have forgotten what we were talking about, and um, so we're just going to conclude. Mm. Let's just final impressions. Rogue One. Are we? Are we excited? I think it's a, it's a yay all round, isn't it? Yeah. Thumbs up all round. It does sound like a pretty unanimous yes. A unanimous yeah. yes? A unanimous yes. yes. Is that a first for our podcast? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think so. I think so, because usually Nintendo and stuff comes into yeah. it and we all sort of go... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so, um, got, or Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're excited. It looks interesting. It looks fun, but maybe a little more adult than what we're used to in Star Wars and mm. I think if they do a good job with this then the general consensus is we'd like to see more Star Wars films but maybe different stories mm. based around different things yeah but not not Han Solo young Han Solo yeah. young Boba Fett young yeah, but, Luke Skywalker yeah. moisture farming <laughs> you know which I, I believe is a euphemism I think at 18 years old moisture farming himself into an early grave Luke <laughs> Skywalker that's how he gets in trouble it's a deleted scene yeah. uh, he gets out of the bar he's talking to this girl he goes hi I'm a moisture farmer <laughs> yeah. she goes I bet you are you pervert get yeah, away I from me moisture. <laughs> bop, bop, bop. my yeah. friend doesn't like you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so we, we're excited we like Star Wars there we go. I think we'll wrap that up. <laughs> nice. So to wrap up. Yeah, Star Wars is good. Um, I, I don't think there's anything else we can really add there. We kind of lost our flow, I think. And I think we ne- we got to hit the hour near enough. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. even with some te- technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, I'll sign us off then, if that's yep. cool with you guys. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so this is us saying goodbye. And uh, <laughs> hope you enjoyed my original fan and the ideas I had. Kermit, please, please watch Crystal Skulls or see me, Adam Driver. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple of days. Goodbye. Goodbye.